0: Welcome to the session. There was once an individual who said, there's peer pressure, but there's also peer priority. Gee, where have I heard that before? (laughs) Where faith and life connect.
1: I think I just heard a whole bunch of people yell, amen.
0: (laughs) Yeah, hallelujah. I hope so. A time to explore issues facing the family today. Marriage is about what can I look at inside of me and take care of in me to offer to my spouse a better me. And where it's okay to laugh a little. It is so good to hear you say that. To hear someone else preach that message. It is. Well, again, for years I've heard you preach it.
1: It's finally soaking in. (laughs) Yes, the celebration of success. (laughs)
0: Welcome to the session on Rise FM.
1: It is time for Faith and Life to connect here on Rise FM and on the podcast network at risefmohio.com. However you have found us, welcome into the session. I'm Scott Saunders here with Tom from Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries. And uh, off we go with now um, week two I I really didn't think this would be two weeks. I really didn't. Introverts and extroverts. yeah. And uh, parents, we're going to get kind of practical today. Definitely. I kind of like it when we can do that. Mm -hmm. And we're kind of in a little mini-series here in May on parenting, and uh, we're going to start talking about next week, I think we're going to dive into parenting through divorce. And Hopefully, that will be able to give you some encouragement as well. But before
0: we dive into everything here, Tom, let's turn to God's Word. Let's go to Ephesians 2 in the 10th verse. Paul writes, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. He did create us to do good works. And we're all very unique and very different.
1: Exactly. Exactly. We all have different styles. We'll talk about learning styles today.
0: Yes. So
1: as we dive in, just by way of review, Tom, let's kind of review what an introvert is.
0: Yes, Scott. An introvert, these are quiet people who tend to retreat to places where they might be by themselves. When they successfully do this, they feel recharged. When they're, they're by themselves and they can calm down, that's very recharging to them. So if we were to talk about extroverts, though, mm-hmm. in comparison, extroverts are people who want to be around groups of people. When they do this, they feel energized. They're a party waiting to happen. That's true. And when we, the, on the National Day of Prayer a few weeks ago, that morning, you know, we were at the prayer breakfast over in Ashland. Yeah, I'm at the Convo Center there. Yeah. Yes, at 6... Thirty in the morning. Yeah, 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 I <laughs> get over it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had to get, little, get up
1: a little early that morning, did you, Tom? <laughs> uh, yes,
0: yeah, God. what's that violin in your hand there? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, there was 600 people in there, and I was energized. I could feel it in me with all the people that I knew. Every one of them I wanted to go talk to. And my wife, you know, she's more the introvert, and she's like, she just has learned to she understands. She is patient with me there.
1: Just winds you up and let you go. See, Kathy and I would enjoy just sitting there talking. You could go run the room. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. Probably a couple of laps around it, in fact. Yeah, let
1: you and Mark do the laps around the room. You and Angie <laughs> do the laps around the room. And Kathy and I can just sit back and watch and laugh the entire time. All right. So as we dive into things that parents can do, Tom, when yes. dealing with introverts and extroverts, am I online to say that in all likelihood, right. if you have two kids, one's an introvert, one's an extrovert, is that normal? Would that be something you'd expect
0: in a family? I would think so. When I think about even my own children, that fits the bill. Uh, we have a couple of introverts and an extrovert or two. And a middlevert.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's true. Yes, we did define a middlevert last week as someone who has perhaps both some of both characteristics. Right. Who can kind of go bananas at times, but really
0: can also retreat really, really well. Right. Yes. I would say our daughter is a, an introvert. I would say her next older brother, Jason, is pretty much an introvert. Their older brother, David, is clearly an extrovert. That's an example where apples don't fall far from the tree. <laughs> yeah. People even say that he looks like me. So he looks at me and says, so it's your fault. <laughs> you can stand proudly and say, yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right. So what can we do here when we talk about things parents can do here? Well, and, and Scott, for as, as mentioned earlier, the information has implications in many different interactions with your children, For your assignment of chores, the planning of trips and family gatherings to completion of homework and scheduling the holiday plans, the introvert and extrovert are going to be more motivated. And and one of the things I think is really important is we even say that is it's putting our children in position to be... Successful. So we can... Celebrate awesome. success. Yes. Hey, hey, we, we got did. it in early today. We did. Way to go.
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> and the way parents handle this is going to be different for the introvert and the extrovert, right? Exactly. When
0: we take care of them in their particular wiring, when we have put the introvert in, in position to do things that are good for introverts it's it's like swimming downstream and not upstream or canoeing downstream and not upstream which you take the introvert and put in an extrovert situation not going to go well. Uh no. As as well as you're not going to see an empowered extrovert sitting in his room by or herself in, in their room
1: quietly not going to go well. Not
0: going to happen. Well, let's start right. with chores. How how should parents handle chores with this? Well, and, and so let's take a look at the ex, extrovert first. They will want to interact with other people, so they will be the happiest with chores that would suggest that. Assisting with completing a task.
1: Assisting mom and dad. Yeah. So doing something with dad. Right.
0: Okay, working on the car. And as long as that's a positive, healthy situation, it's going to be. Uh, And believe it or not, the child will likely learn from it. You know, if it's a negative situation, some of the war stories I hear at Heritage are anything but positive right. about helping dad. You know, for my brother and I, when mom would say, oh, boys, dad will be out in the garage after lunch on Saturday afternoon working on the car if you want to help. To my brother and I, that was like a air rate siren going off (laughs) head for the hills the further the better the quicker (laughs) (laughs) grab that peanut butter and jelly sandwich and run true so we're talking about completing a task how about working with siblings now that's an interesting one as long as it's an extrovert on the extrovert task yeah yeah you don't want to put an introvert child with an extrovert child and expect both of them to do the same task together that's right you'd be hearing about somebody not doing anything uh huh. Why do I have to do all the work? And he's sitting over there, you know, in his room. Reading a book. <laughs> yes. Making phone calls. They would be more apt to do that. So calling grandma and grandpa and saying hi. Right. Or that we're going to be coming over or what time should we come over? They actually could be that productive. And if they do, I also think that that gives them some responsibility on maybe on a level we want it to be low. age appropriate. That they can handle. So as we take another look at chores, Tom,
1: uh, how do we handle introverts from a parenting perspective when it comes to chores?
0: Well, and, and Scott, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we will want to work alone. And they will also be comfortable doing tasks like sorting laundry, caring for plants, dusting, cleaning their room um like, like I, used I used to do to. <laughs> what was that like scott i loved it
1: mom would say clean your room i would shut the door empty the closet and as i put it back together i would find something i hadn't played with in a while and i'd sit down and play with it for an hour and a half oh okay. then i might put it back i might rearrange it uh-huh. and mom would come in and look and she'd go what are you doing i told you to clean your room well i've started the closet And by the end of the day, it was all put back together,
0: and she just couldn't figure out how I spent the whole day in my room. Even though our daughter was an introvert, let's just be polite and say not very motivated to clean her (laughs) room. (laughs) Well, that's why you had some of the um,
1: um, encouragements that you had with the kids growing up. That's true. Yes. Now, let's talk about that for a second. Here's your rabbit hole. All right. Let's talk about allowances, mm-hmm. maybe, when it comes to introverts and extroverts. Right. Is the extrovert going to be really motivated to get that allowance, so they're going to dive right in, and the introvert's going to be like, "Um, okay,
0: you got something else I can do? Uh, yeah. Well, and to some degree, that probably did play into it. And so we weighted the more difficult ones with more money, and the easier ones with less money. The boys pretty much figured out this could make some pretty good money here. You know, and so David being the the extrovert, he really went went pretty strongly, I believe, toward the cleaning where Dean was interesting, he did okay with the restrooms. I was really surprised. <laughs> Don't mind being alone in the
1: restroom cleaning. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Cutting the lawn when they're old enough. Right. That's an introvert's dream right there. Well, it's Nobody true. can interrupt you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: unless they want to get run over. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, that was I, I didn't mind doing the lawn at all. It nearly cost me my life when I was young. <laughs> I We had a fairly nice size yard and I wasn't old enough. And when I finally was old enough, I didn't really know a lot about it other than where the steering wheel was and how to stop it and put it in gear and turn the... Mower deck on nice Saturday afternoon. I'm starting out mowing, and I have no idea, but my dad started to paint gutters. He took them off the house, they're on sawhorses beside the house. And I come up and just make a lap like I was sprayed that gutter with fresh paint full of grass clippings. Oh, no. I thought I could still close my eyes and picture my life passing before my <laughs> eyes. Oh, oh, I wow. thought I was going to be dead meat. Did I want to be alone and not have him around? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, where's I mean, the back half of this yard? I'm going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what it looks like. It's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, In in our son... Jason, the introvert, you know, I told him when he was like 15, I said, I had this conversation with him, you can go to McDonald's and flop hamburgers if you want. They'll tell you when to work. And back then you might've made seven or $8 an hour. But if you choose to do yards, you want to mow yards, two things. One, you could probably make 20 or $25 an hour and you work when you want to. You know, once he had figured out the yards he was going to do, he was the introvert. He loved doing that. Uh-huh. He made all kinds of money, and he ended up working with some of his friends, then partnering with them. And some of them edged, and he mowed, and I, they did really well. And it taught him, you know, that he could be successful. So as we jump into the next thing here, going on
1: outings. Oh boy. Vacations, family trips, the holidays—right,
0: very different worlds for introverts and extroverts. It reminds me when our children were young, we would take them during the summers when I was teaching to the professional tennis tournament down in Cincinnati. Yeah. Well, you know, the boys played tennis. Mandy didn't really care about tennis. She didn't really care to be out there and, and. Public, the guys thought it was kind of neat to see. See, oh, that's a professional tennis player standing over there, and want to talk to him. It didn't really make a big difference for for Mandy and Mom was definitely she played tennis, but we would end up connecting with friends, and I think the girls all went shopping, and then the guys stayed and watched the tennis. And looking back, I have to wonder. What that really costs. (laughs) Yeah. So when it comes to outings, how do we handle the extrovert? Well, they may love the excitement of the outing, but you need to let them know beforehand how long the trip will last as they become more energized as the excursion continues. They might have to pace themselves a bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah they might get pretty wound up.
1: Yeah, remember now, you're going to be here all day. You don't have yeah. to do everything in the first hour and a half.
0: Well, and yeah, yeah. it was like that prayer breakfast. I, I wanted to talk to them all right now. <laughs> like, get in line behind me, you know. <laughs> the receiving line begins over here. <laughs> yeah. 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 The whole idea of the extrovert, they get pumped up. It, they would also be the type, they go, I want to go up and talk to that speaker afterward. I know that I, I, who that person is, and I just know I want to talk to her. And the introvert's like, you want to what? <laughs> really? you,
1: you go ahead. I'll stay here and finish my pie. Mm-hmm. So the introvert on the outing? The
0: introverts may become exhausted very quickly, particularly if they're exposed to too many social things. You can plan for success by breaking a larger outing for them into smaller pieces where you may put them into a, a situation where let's just take a break. We'll go for a walk. You can calm down. You know, maybe we'll go grab a, a snack and come back. So they get to pace it out also, but it's in a, for a whole totally different reason. They need to have a break so they can calm down and, and, and pace themselves. Well, I just have to make it to the next time we get to go for a walk or, Something like that. Sit down at the bench and rest. Yeah. Yeah. The the zoo with
1: Allison, my granddaughter, is an adventure. Uh She loves being at the zoo. But all those people, if it's crowded, there there comes a shutdown time with her. Right. And we usually have a meltdown. We usually have a refusal to leave a spot. If we find a spot where we can get her away and seated, Mm -hmm. she will not want to leave it. Mm-hmm. And it will take us some time and I actually will have to take Sherry for a walk. Wow. Because she will just get so upset with Allison. And I'm start I feel myself starting to get a little bit, come on, we can't you want to go home, that's fine, but we have to walk that way to do that. No. Whoa. Okay. Sherry, let's go take a little walk and we'll go get a soda and we'll come back and talk. Yeah. And we'll see how she's doing. And Aaron does her does a good job as mom handling that. But so when it comes to you know they get exhausted quick right now how does the plan concept work with them so, is that the way you really want to do it uh, break it out in those pieces
0: yeah so if it's not feasible you can build uh, in the breaks where you can rest and relax sit by a fountain listen to the to the water or you know find a, a quiet seat to have as we said the snack both physically and emotionally i think is going to have a, a great impact for them I remember Kathy and I last summer went to Festival of Arts up on the lake. And our good friend, he's an artist, and he was had a display in it. We wanted to go up to support him. Well, you know, it was like a um, fair. There were so many people there. I remember that we were there for a while with him, and we both thought it would be nice to take a break and go over there was a sub shop and I remember in the midst of all the crowd Kathy and I went over to the sub shop and had lunch and it was so great to have that peace and quiet even though I'm an extrovert I think I had reached my max and if I had reached my max I'm pretty convinced Kathy had reached hers. (laughs) yeah we were well into the red there (laughs) (laughs) yeah that one was pretty serious yeah, and so that was just really you know, a, a special time. But that break in the midst of the crowd helps them regenerate. And for parents, one of the inter- interesting pieces that's got to think about is if they, if the introvert gets to have the break, the parent's life gets easier too. Exactly. Think about your granddaughter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if we
1: can get those breaks in and pace them, right. she, she does much better. Uh-huh. Or if we give her ownership and say, what do you want to see next? There. Where do you want to go next? Then she's, she'll, she will get better motivated because she'll say, I want to see the elephant. Yeah. All right, let's go to the elephant. I don't care if it's all the way across the thing. We're going to go see the elephant. <laughs> there we go. Usually yeah. I hear, train. You want to ride the train? Uh-huh. Okay. We oh. ride train. Yeah, I like that. All right, sit. Let's get practical with homework now. How do we handle extroverts and introverts when it comes to homework? And I know this is something for you where learning styles are important for parents to know.
0: Yeah, first off, extroverts they may come home from a full day of school too drained to do their work. They may need to talk to friends or play or retell their day before they are ready to complete their homework. And you know, when I stop and think about that. How many of us come home from a hard day's work and then go straight into a project or doing other work at home? Oh, no. Right. It's hard for us. But yet, as parents, we expect our children to do that. They might need a break. So let me talk about the introvert, and then we'll do some comparison. Okay. So the introvert may find the same day absolutely draining for the very opposite reason. When we think about them... They want their personal space and potentially the noisy bus ride, maybe uh, the noise of the school, the activities. They are going to be fried because it was too wound up. Uh Sensory overload for them. So they might need to recharge their uh, batteries inside and build some resources to be able to do it. But one of the things I, I say both that's in common As long as the results are there for your children in terms of their academics, their grades are reasonable, we don't have too high of an expectation, and they're owning their own schooling, that's teaching them that they have a say in their own life. I think that's huge because it will translate into other things. When a a, a child learns they don't have a say or control in their own life, then they may not venture out or or do things that they really think would be beneficial and helpful to them because they, they are convinced before they even ask that the answer is going to be no. Which is not productive to growth. Exactly. It
1: is not productive
0: to the celebration of success. Yeah. Because you're not going to see much. (laughs) True. And so when we talk about the extrovert as an example, or or either one of them, let's say the extrovert says, I'm really fine doing my homework with the TV on, or I'm really fine doing my homework with the radio on, or sitting at the kitchen table and carrying on a conversation with those people around. As long as the results are there, they're owning it. And and we, we go with it. Can you imagine the introvert parent when their extrovert child says, I can sit at the kitchen table and talk to people and watch TV while I do my homework?
1: No, you can't go to your room.
0: It's right. Yeah, they would go into a, a tailspin. <laughs> their life would start to crash around it. I would crash and burn. Right. As well as the introvert, if he has to recharge or she has to recharge, well, okay, you want to spend X amount of time recharging your battery, you tell us, but you own it. And if you say it's going to be an hour, then in an hour you better be doing or you do your work. Right. And if the results are there, they get to make that decision in my mind because it teaches them to own their schooling. If if you're successful in that, uh, depending on whether we're talking about little girls or little boys, the little boys, depending they they can own it in in junior high by junior high in some cases, sixth grade is not out of the realm of possibility for some young uh, girl young ladies. They tend to maybe take academics more seriously, not a hundred percent, right? But in general, that's probably true. But by high school, the, the potential that they own their schooling is really important because they're. They're managing part of their own life, and they're they're not having to face consequences or gee, I can't because I know my parents disagree with that. well, you know it might be very normal it just so happens that you have two introverts for parents and you're an extrovert there's going to be sparks there's going to, you know I
1: remember as a kid now I'm an introvert, but I liked my playtime mm hmm and when the sun was out, you got to springtime like this. Right. And the expectation was, especially younger years, I would do homework first. Uh-huh. I got home from school. I might get a snack or a little bit of downtime, but I was expected to go in and do my homework. Then I could go out and play. Okay. All right. And I can remember hearing kids, my friends, out playing. And yeah. I'm sitting there trying to do social studies. And... I know some of my grades were not as good as they could have been because, (laughs) okay, that looks good. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. Mom, I'm done. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And out the door, I ran. And then inevitably, my mom being the PTA mom that she was, she would go look at my work and say, You're going to sit down and work on this again after dinner. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, yeah. All right. So, Tom, time is where it is. So, as we wrap up today, you know, there's the, the, parents listening that maybe they've got to an extrovert and an introvert, and they could use a little bit of guidance sure, in directing them and right. maybe uh, maybe repairing some ground that's been torn right. and kind of resetting things. How can they get a hold of Tom Russell to have a chat?
0: Well, Scott, I can be reached at heritagechristiancounselingministries.com, and I do want to say this is really close to my heart. I want to see other families have a much better outcome of school than what I had at home growing up. Thank you for joining us for this session. You can listen to previous episodes on the podcast network at risefmohio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find out more about Tom Russell at heritagechristiancounselingministries.com.